pere, 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 pere. Pere, 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 pere. Gotcha. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the World of Anime and More. I'm your host, Lord Mayhem. You know who it is? Neighborhood friendly black guy, black guy. Black man, black man, black guy. Same thing, I'm black. Well, that's what you say. Well, that's what you are. Anyway, so this episode is going to be very interesting because this is a huge spoiler episode to anyone that has not seen Peacemaker, aka John Cena. Terrible. Shut up. Try to watch this opening because I'm trying to get this dance down. It's a very, it's a very unique intro, bro. Well, I mean, it is. Fun fact about it, uh, James Gunn, when he made the intro, he told the choreographer that he needs a dance that can catch people's attention. He said he doesn't want anyone to ever skip the intro because he wants everyone to see the credits in it. You know, everyone's name that was really hard on the show. So the, the choreographer was like, right, I got you. I got this really great dance that's going to catch everyone's attention. And it does. But I'm surprised that like it is very it's hilarious as well due to the fact that you you see John Cena like just pelvic thrusting and, <laughs> like, and moving so like it's so funny too because everyone in the background be like every time I watch it I like to look at somebody differently and like focus on that one person and everyone is offbeat with I each swear. other dude I swear they gotta be like. I guarantee the entire time while they were doing this, they were busting their ass. They were yeah, because that's why I was like, all right, we'll do the one take, everybody, go. If you're off, just you, keep going. Like, you can't, like, doing that dance, you can't have a serious face. Each but one of them all, has that. Each one of them has to have a, keep a serious face. I'm not, like, nah, dude, I could not. You do me, see me doing some dumb ass dance like that, bro, you best believe I'm going to be laughing my ass. That's my <laughs> shit right there. Like, I mean, come on. It's a really great dance, and, like, all the way through it, the intro by itself deserves... So much credit, so much praise. And then the song goes so good with it. Yeah. And then the very end, you see him pick up Judo Master, sit him on his shoulder. Which is hilarious. Like a trophy, because he's so sucking small. And then you see the eagle just land there. Like, Call yeah. the eagle's badass. Eagle? 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 Yeah. Oh, so fucking hilarious. All right, so like, let's go in the first episode. First couple minutes, he gets, he wakes up. We get a whole recap of Suicide Squad, the 2000 yeah. and uh, I think it was, what, 19, 20 version? Yeah. The James Gunn version. Yeah, the but, reboot apparently. That, hey, it's actually it's like a reboot sequel because it does kind of play off what previously happens, but it, it's not acknowledging the first one. Everything completely. Not, it doesn't acknowledge the first one that was made in 2016. So that also means that we will also still be getting that shot back into this shit movie. Well, yeah, he never died in the first yeah. one. Well. It was a reboot because apparently Hollywood said it was a big failure. That's why the second one was a reboot. And which is kind of weird due to the fact that... Harley Quinn is in both of them? Yeah, but Harley Quinn is in both of them. And Rick Flagg acts like he already knows her. See, that's what I mean by it's a sequel reboot. Yeah. it's Some parts are rebooted as far as how things are coming together and characters that don't exist anymore. But as far as characters that do exist, that's where the sequel part comes in. Rick Flagg has a relationship with Harley Quinn, but we don't see anybody else that survived that event as well. Nope. But I did hear that Will Smith will be returning as Deadshot. If, I mean, he, if, if that is true. He should. Him, Bloodsport, and Peacemaker. That'd be hilarious. They'll squad up together. That'd be hilarious. Deadshot and uh, Bloodsport are, are like two of the greatest uh, straight men to John Cena's 
racist, funny white man. <laughs> I said I got so it. Be like a good Oreo out there, just kicking ass, blowing up names, and just competing with each other yep. on shot accuracy. So after we get the recap of Suicide Squad, James Gunn's, we go into the hospital. Peacemaker wakes up from his coma, and the first thing he does is talk to the janitor. That janitor though was fucking hilarious. No. Talking about I don't have any weed. That was a one time thing. Right. I don't need any fucking weed. Yeah, I just have fucking like, questions. I just got a question. Is he any cussing out here? No, nobody cares about him to be out there. Like, I thought that was hilarious. He thinks people can be out there. He's like, it's like, I'm superhero. It's like, like superhero. It's like, what's your name? Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Who? Peacemaker. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Nobody did. Apparently, he thought he was a shit. But like, <laughs> I thought the funniest part though, he was talking about how Aquaman fucks fish. Dude, that was hilarious. <laughs> He's a fish fucker. Which is hilarious because uh, that's a reference to them calling them a fish fucker in like real life yeah. media and on lines and troll rooms. All the memes saying that Aquaman fucks fish. It's fucking ridiculous. Also, I've been hearing it's also supposed to be like a reference to the boys due to the fact that the deep fucks fish. See, the deep, we don't know if he fucks fish. I don't know, man. It's like, it's like, what about when he was talking to that dolphin? That dolphin, that do- wanted, that dolphin that, wanted it. And he, he was like, that, not right now. Like, he was saying, like, he like, sounded like he'd done it before. I mean, I don't know what, this, I don't know what this, the deep does. He, he may get his deep in some fish. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Maybe that's the reason why he's called deep. I mean, listen, what he does in his free time is fish business. Well, either way. So, now, Right. The first episode was really good. We get introduced to a whole, we get introduced again to the to the uh, Amanda Amanda Waller's uh, her, crew uh, Amanda that Waller's was in, crew that she sets up. Yep, that she is now punishing due to the fact that they betrayed her. Yeah, but besides the chick that actually smacked the shit out of her with. Which the, is the blonde, hot blonde? I forgot her name, but I'm gonna go with hot blonde it, because we don't see her no more. She got arrested and gone. Or dead, possibly. Oh, yeah, the chick with the glasses. Yeah, she's dead. I don't know about dead, but... she You you cannot... You expect her to be alive after she smacked the shit out of Amanda Waller with a fucking pole? Yeah, she, it, was, it was a golf club. It looked like a, it looked like a driver, honestly. But Either way, she drove, she drove that thing right behind her head. She should have gone for the kill, bro. She should have. I mean, it would be no. It's Amanda Waller. You, you kill Amanda Waller, a lot of things, a lot of people are coming after you. Well, she, they may have bombs in their head. If she dies, they die type shit. True. But, yeah, so, like, we get her crew. We get her daughter, uh, Ida Bio. Yeah. Uh, we have, like I said, a hot blonde chick. Um, they have a code names. Yeah, I can't remember her code name, so I just call her hot blonde. We got Beard Die. <laughs> fat guy. He's fucking hilarious. And then we have this suspicious old black man. What was his name again? Maury Mur Mur. I'm gonna go with Mur. I think that was his name was Mur. What kind of name is sure. Mur? You know you could just look it up on your phone while we're talking about this because you are the fact checker here. You know you can a bitch. fuck off, right? How, how am I we fuck up? This is a podcast, bro. Come on, you're slacking here. I'm doing. Over here, looking like guys. I'm literally looking, looking at this motherfucker like the fuck. What the fuck are you talking about? You're literally the guy. You are literally the fact checker and you're acting like an idiot right now. Yeah, sometimes. So, like I said, we have, you know, good people. We do got a good cast, which is great. But I also like the fact that we have Amanda Waller's daughter in the mix, dude, working for her behind the scenes yeah, of this crew. That's really great. And, like, I like how she's she doesn't really like the way people talk about her mother, but it seems like she's been trained 
to withstand this kind of abuse. No, that man, but she should know what like who her mother is and what she's done. She does, and that's what I'm saying. I feel like since a son, a young age, everyone's been talking shit about her mom, and so she's been having to grow up. She grew up in this industry. She and grew up, in this grew up not defending her mother because if she defends her mother, then obviously everybody knows that's her mom. Maybe nobody, maybe nobody knows that she has a mom. That's what I'm saying. Nobody knows that Amanda Waller is her mom yeah. because she's over the years she's never like stuck up for her mom or ever said. Or mom. maybe the fact that Amanda Waller is not really an open person, so no one knew that she was pregnant. Maybe she got she was already maybe she already had a child way before she got into the position that she's in now. True, true. Well, fuck that bitch, because Amanda Waller is crazy. So we have that's the crew, we, and then they go out and they recruit Peacemaker, which is fucking hilarious. Cause he's a he's a dumbass. They meet at like a what was it a cafe a little diner spot a little Denny looking Dude, spot. They literally like tell like meet at this diner. This motherfucker literally comes in in his gear ready to go. Oh, and all shit, this shit. We forgot though. Before he gets to the diner, what does he go do? Go sees his daddy and the fucking neighbor, dude. The, the neighbor's hilarious. Great yeah, old dude just talk mad shit in the beginning. Calling him, he's like, you're not a hero. You're a villain. You fucking kill people. You kill people. You're that racist that kills the minorities. He's not a really a racist. He said in the earlier, he said when he was talking to the janitor, he did say he was going to start killing more white people equal, equally to blacks and minorities. So he doesn't want to seem racist. He's not a racist. His dad's a racist. His dad is white fucking dragon. Who is a complete major racist and yes. a leader of a, his own Nazi organization. And he, it's ridiculous. How racist this dude is, and how much like he runs racist organizations. We'll get to a little bit more about him later. And the thing is, he got away with everything he did because when he was around doing his shit, he was actually considered a hero. I mean, he probably did fake as a hero when he first started. Well, remember he started in like in the set in like in the sixties, right? And if you know U.S. history. That was a very tough time for uh, for color people. For black people, you mean? Color people. Just say black people. Black people. No, nah, it was us niggas out here, out here struggling every day in the cotton fields. And then we no, you here, were not in cotton fields during that time. In the streets after that. Just no, to, yes, just, the streets. Just, yes. just trying to worry. We got to cross the street with white people walking. Like you saw, you were Emmett Till to kill a mockingbird. Them were stories, my nigga. But that's not the point, though. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Emmett Till is not a fucking story. That, actually, that shit actually happened. So did the Killer Mockingbird. Yeah, true. Exactly. So like I just said, they're good stories. But as I was saying, though, White Dragon in the comics... Oh, sorry, not fuck the comics. In this show is his father, and he also is the reason why he has some badass helmets. He builds his helmet. So he goes to see his dad to, you know, get a new helmet. And then his dad talks shit about some racist shit. And at first, I'm like, damn, this is racist. Yeah, really fucking racist. But then I was like, this shit's fucking genius. You know how much of a uh, controversial topic you're creating by putting in a hardcore racist into a TV show right, like you know this? How, you know how much character development you're going, you're going to have by going by having making him a son of a fucking racist? Well, that too, but like, you're going to, they're going to, I, I, oh, I bet oh, the show's going to make us feel sympathy for the white jokes. Also, another, another fact that you guys should know that it, apparently that is. Only in the comics and not related that it's not related to the show that the show did not get right is the fact that Peacemaker and the White Dragon are actually not related, which is the which is the cool thing. But I, actually, it's a really cool fact. You're not wrong. Which is funny because in the comics, multiple people take up the mantle of White Dragon. Yeah, that is true. So what if 
fun little theory. What if uh, the Peacemaker show White Dragon is actually a another guy taking up the mantle as the new White Dragon? Possibly. Because he's, he's old as fuck, but that doesn't mean that he couldn't be like another White Dragon out there being racist. Because the Ku Klux Klan is always a thing, and some white people out there be having their beliefs just trying to kill niggas, which is wrong. Cause niggas just trying to live too. You don't see us create a group to kill you guys. Oh, shit, Black Panther Party. Well, actually, to be honest, if we uh, if we've if we both have done research in DC Universe, then racism is not really a huge topic. And it's like it's actually a huge topic in DC because, like, remember we've done research and we've also found some I mean, racism. Racist topics is big in both Marvel and DC. Just a quick thing, because you have Captain America's whole lineage that right. goes back into it as yeah. well, with Nazis literally fighting Nazis, Red Hood, yeah. I mean Red Skull. Hydra, all them yep. Nazis. But there's so like, I find it hilarious because we get to see where he makes all the helmets at. Yeah, and each helmet is, has a unique ability. Yeah, it's uh, my favorite helmet though. You know what it is? Is it the, the one that they showed in the in the end credit scenes? Yeah, every episode has an end credit scene, which is pretty stellar. Yeah. It's the one where you get what, what? What is the disease that gives them it's the scabies, my guy? <laughs> it gives, it gives it's a scabies. helmet he can put on that gives them scabies. I mean, he's like what? Like, well, why, why, why would you make that? Like, I don't know. Challenge? Yeah, you know, <laughs> make you tougher. He said every guy, should, every person has scabies at least once in their life. I think this old man has seen our personal. I'm about to be like, what the fuck is scabies? Just look it up. Some fucked up shit. So, like, I think it's kind of crazy that we didn't get to see his helmet in action in Suicide Squad. No. So I wonder if if in Suicide Squad, when they arrested him, he had on just a normal a, helmet. Yeah, no power base mm-hmm. helmet. I'm assuming that was just a helmet that he made during during that time. He could have, cause like when we get to the source, well, I doubt it, cause he can't drive. He he can't draw doves a piece, and the helmet has to have a double piece on it. No, his weapons need to have a double piece. Everything he has a double piece has a double piece on it, he except did. for his bird. Which is eagle, which is an amazing scene. He goes sees his eagle. Which pet. is weird. Which is weird, cause he has a dove as his as his symbol. Yeah, a double piece, but yet he has a pet eagle. Named Eagly, mm-hmm. which is amazingly trained, by the way. This Eagly gave him a fucking hug. Yes. I still think that was a real bird. CGI, bro. I'm a <laughs> real bird. Real eagle. Whatever helps you sleep at night, buddy. Real eagle gave him a hug that day. You think John Cena yeah. was the, is the only person in this world worthy enough for a bald eagle? No, I think it was a trained eagle, an actor eagle. I got trained to give people hugs. Bro, that's a CGI up the ass, bro. Don't lie to me. All right. All right. Well, by the end of this podcast, I'm going to let you know that I was a real eagle or not. Okay. All right, Beskies. Okay. All right, Beskies. So as we were saying, after he leaves his dad, uh, he goes meets up with the group at the fake Denny's. What's your favorite scene about that scene? About that shit? At Denny's? It's literally, like... uh, him showing up in his gear, ready to go, and they and then they goes like, "Are you fucking serious? Like, this guy does not know anything about being discreet." And no, he like, was wearing his outfit. Like, fuck and off. And like, "Is that a fucking eagle in his car?" Yes. <laughs> he literally just tells him to chill in the car, dude. That's like, a real eagle. Just chill it. <laughs> like, I mean, like that's like if you ask your dog to chill in the car, what's your dog gonna do? Chill in the car. It's his pet eagle. But no, dude, that was hilarious, dude. It's what, what, but that to me, they start to like. It was hilarious, dude. Is that this dude does not know anything what 
what it means to be discreet because they give him a file and tell him to read up on it. This motherfucker starts opening it up right there and then. He, he doesn't know secrets of secrets. It's like, motherfucker, you can't. Sp- and, like, dude, later on, later on, goes to, um, where he goes. He, they all spur, he goes, meets Vigilante. What do you think of Vigilante? He's fucking hilarious. So, like, I, that's my favorite part of the show, I was going to mention to you, was this geek little white, skinny-ass white dude just standing there looking, looking all cheesy at him. Oh, when he goes to the fucking pizzeria? Yeah, well, he kids, he works there. Oh, yeah. He works there. He, he's a server. He was just, like, eagerly staring at this dude, Peacemaker. Peacemaker's just like, yeah, what's up? And then got back to talk to these dudes. And it seems hilarious. And then he goes outside. And starts doing his little happy Car- dance with Peacemaker's back. Like karate moves and shit like that. Like, yeah, Peacemaker's back. Yeah, yeah. And then a co-worker comes out like, hey, dude. It's like, it's like, yeah, uh, the reason why I'm so excited is because uh, I just found out my girlfriend's pregnant. And then I was like, <coughs> wasn't you asking me to set you up with my sister last week? Oh, we're talking about, oh, well, yeah. Well, we're going to get an abortion. <laughs> he said, do Paul something. He said, uh, so and you're yeah. happy about the abortion? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you want to come? Invite this, invite this motherfucker to the abortion. Hey, well, who invites somebody to go to an abortion? Who has an abortion party or even an abortion gathering? Something you kind of do like on a DL. Like, I'm all for abortion. Do what you gotta do out there, bro. Uh, dude, it's good. It's like I'm not coming to your port. Uh, but I'm not coming to your party, though, my guy. I'm not coming to your shit. I'm not coming to your hospital to watch you do it. It's weird. Nah, fuck that. So fuck he he, he that. obviously does all this shit to lie, and obviously we know who this man could be. He's gonna be that skinny dude in the green outfit and vigilante, which you is know, fucking hilarious. You know who he reminds me of? Mm. Andy Soberg. Hilarious. I can see that. I can definitely see a young Andy Soberg for sure. For niggas that don't know who that is, that's the leader of Lonely Island. Main character in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I'm on a boat, man. It's going fast, man. Somebody just had sex. And it, it feels so good. good. Remember that song? Hey. Yep. Very yep. old. But yeah, so the diner was hilarious of a scene. We move on from there to their hideout. Which is a, old, which is a video store. The dying out video store. We may be skipping parts. Fuck off. Yeah. Well, okay. So, we find out about, and we find out that this is a project called Project Butterfly. Yes, yes. So what do you think about the fucking name? And I love the name because he comments on it. Like, oh, wow, you guys are really done with names. Remember Project Starfish? It turned out to be a, or an actual starfish. He wasn't expecting it to be an actual but fuck it, butterfly. Was you though? Kind of. <laughs> yeah. But I wasn't expecting this type of fucking butterfly. I wasn't either. Cause it literally, it literally looks like a fucking mosquito, but with butterfly wings. I mean, it's a, it's an alien butterfly, my guy. Yep. But we find out that there's a lot of them out there, dude. Hell, we we find out like the third episode. So like in the first. Yeah, we did skip a lot. My bad, guys. We're, we're, we're kind of just going over. We're just going over just great moments. Because we don't want to spoil that much of it. And by... I feel like by going different 
it's like just throwing it all around. We kind of just don't get to spoil all all the episodes. We kind of just say what if we don't tell them what episodes what. True. So, we just got like to give like like you said a brief explanation. So it was another funny scene in the first episode. He was fucking this chick. Yes, yes. Like, and like, so mind you, this guys, don't watch the show with your kids unless you don't mind your kids seeing some 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 tits and ass. But John Cena being seeing growing up watching John Cena be a WWE superstar, superstar, and then going into Hollywood, seeing working for be, Disney at that. Mainly, he went to Hollywood, started working for Disney films. Yep. So working at Disney films, you know, working as the military soldier, actor, and all. Good that dad, shit. funny character, yep. funny muscular guy. Yep. And then going to a fucking hilarious uh, peace, killing anyone to achieve peace while have while being a while literally cussing, fucking smoking weed and, and smoking weed. Which is nothing bad about smoking weed. We we, we condone weed on the show, but still, though, saying John Cena, you know, come on, you can't see me. I see you smoking weed, goddamn it! See you yeah, fucking right. I see you smoking weed, bro. I mean, he was hitting it from the back, though, wasn't he, though? And then he, he's like, yeah, he was going in, bro. He said, for freedom. <laughs> Thinking he's uh, Braveheart and shit. So that's what that yeah, reference was. Yeah. Brave and Braveheart, I think. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. But yeah, I see what's hilarious. So what do you think about the whole fight, though? It turns out this bitch is crazy. That fight was pretty good. This bitch is a butterfly. Throwing it in the stadium was his fucking helmet. Yeah, so like I was saying, his helmets have abilities. Yep. We find out the helmet that he got from his dad is this giant-ass shockwave helmet. When he first said the shock, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm thinking like a little blast, like a little energy field. Oh, no, no, no. This is like a fucking, like, this was someone like a fucking, like, white bear quirk. Uh, white bear's devil fruit. Quake, quake fruit. Bam, real quick. Destroyed everything in the area. <laughs> destroyed that farm. entire fucking parking lot. What it was was fucking amazing. Yep. And like the whole battle he had with that chick was fucked up. He was getting slashed, sliced, had to hop out the window. Yep. But we all but we do see a lot of character development in the first three episodes due to the fact that uh uh, we he he keeps getting flashbacks of him killing uh of oh, Rick Flag yeah Rick yeah Flag which is sad for him, apparently because his la- Rick Flag's last worst was Peacemaker. What a joke. Yeah, and like that really resonates with him because he thought of himself as like a real hero. And hearing when he comes back out of jail, nobody likes him. He's known as a racist, and people hate him. And he just seems like he just can't do right. Because after the last mission, we. <coughs> After the last incident with the old butterfly chick, yeah, he felt like shit, and he went home and started crying. And I really felt for him in that moment, cause I felt that sadness before. Nobody liking you, nobody fucking with you. You thinking that you you were actually, so you thought you you were actually a good guy, and the world misunderstood you. But in reality, you misunderstood yourself, and the world really saw you how you was. More or less, because I was a bully like in my earlier days. I used to bully people, and I used to get sad about that. Nobody liking me, I didn't really understand why. And like, I didn't realize, because it's my fault. It's the way I was treating people. And that's kind of what he's going through right now. I, 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 go, I went through the same thing, too, type of shit. I kind of bully people while I used to make fun of them. But, but the thing is, I grew up in a, when, where I grew up. I grew up in an environment that, like, roasting things, roasting people. It was, was normal. Was yeah, normal. I feel that. That's what I grew up in, too. So when we took it to school, it just kind of hit us wrong. And 
he's feeling the same thing. His father treats him like shit, and the way he talks to him, the way he acts, is how he treats his that everyone treats else. Everyone else. You see how he treats fucking vigilante. Yeah, you see how he treats fucking uh, Diebeer. He even cries about it. And his, when he was crying, he's like, why can't Diebeer be my friend? I just want to be, be my friend. Nigga, because you're calling him Diebeer. You're roasting his beer. You're making fun yeah. of him every second you get instead of just trying to be a real nigga to him. And that's where he's failing. That's why I say I relate a lot to this character. That's what makes me love him so much and this show so awesome. To be honest, I'd be friends with people like He'd be like, like, he'd be talking shit. I'd be like, all right, bitch, what's up, bitch? I literally would tell him, like, hey, man, having me as your friend will help the credibility. We yep. look less racist. We look less racist. Especially, like, dude, we're, we're both colors. I'm black, he's Mexican. Like, come on. Hey, man, I'm not Mexican. Fuck you. Close enough. Fuck off. Ah. But yeah, so it, it's a really good system at the moment. But then it gets all broken up. The whole peaceful moment we just had gets interrupted by Vigilante. Yep. Comes in and people are talking about, oh man, get your dick out. Oh, put your dick away. Vigilante's talking about, oh, my dick's not out, man. Look at my crotch. Look at my crotch. Right. Like, how do you turn in a simple scene into something so hilarious and funny right after? You know how? How? You, you have good writers. Hey, James Gunn and them niggas kicking ass. Because they had me on my, on my ass laughing. Dude, I was laughing my, the entire time, dude. The entire scene. And like, he finally looks over and they start talking. And we kind of find out that, like I said, Vigilant, uh, Peace Baker wants to stop killing. Vigilant asks him a very important question. So when you're killing people, do you enjoy it? He's like, do you think when I'm sticking my fingers in somebody's eye sockets and watching their eyes pop out or squashing their skull, do you think I really enjoy that? He said, hell yeah, I enjoy that shit, my nigga. I get off on this shit. Yeah. That shit was fucking hilarious. Yeah, man. Uh, Vigilante is a, is a whole different type of character, man. But let's talk about uh, later on uh, in the bar scene, bro. You know what that bar scene where Peacemaker tries to go and pick, and pick up on the hot blonde? Yep. Hey, that scene was <laughs> But the thing is, like, the, the before he walks in, the guy that tried to pick, the dude that tried to pick up on her, and he just calls, he just calls her, call, she just calls him a bitch and all that shit and tells him to walk away. And his boy comes back trying to defend his, try to fit his boy's honor and gets his ass whooped. Literally gets his ass whooped. They all do. Just fucking hilarious. Like, this chick, man, this is why she's in the agency. This is why she has the job she has, because she can obviously is a good hand-to-hand combat fighter. Like, she was already with Hobby for Watching her take down somebody made her even more. It got down. Dude, yep. She, like, uh, like, I want her to roughhouse me any day. Terrible. <laughs> she beat her ass, too. I'm trying to tell you, she's not having it. She's not having none of that smoke. But yeah, that scene was hilarious. The peacemaker sits down. They talk for a minute. But outside of that, really. But she scene, has an attitude, man. Like, she, like she's pissed off at the world type of shit. Because she just wants to be left the fuck alone. I understand that, bitch. But still, you you have to work with these motherfuckers. Yeah, like, I think it's weird. Like, when there was in the Denny scene, Murray was talking about how peacemaker, you have to be respectful of your coworkers. But she's not respectful at all. But none of them niggas are respectful. But the peacemaker, none of them are, because they all been through the... the their own scenario, their own type of shit, then where they have to like have hard skins, bro. And they they he, can't be soft. Get, they, being soft gets you killed in this fucking universe. They, they literally made fun of Eagly. You don't make fun of Eagly. Made fun of his name. Made fun of him being Eagly. Call Eagly. I just thought the shit was fucking hilarious. Right. Thanks. So, moving on, we still got the first episode still. After we asked one a second, because I talked about the whole crying and dick. Being in the pan scene. What do you think about him trying to escape from the apartment building he was in? 
We was fighting the chick. Like I said, once again, we just kind of jumping around. Don't that was hilarious. I know. Yeah, go ahead. Because he, he was trying to go, he had to go out one way, but then he had to go back and get his uh, fucking shit out of that apartment. But he kept on taking his fucking time, dude. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, fucking stupid. And then, like, I have to mention this part. He meets a dumb couple. Yeah, meets a dumb couple. The, dude, I'd be pissed, dude. Like, like... This dude takes me and my girl hostage, and then my girl's trying to fuck him? Yeah, I mean, it's John Cena, though. Your girl, I don't give a fuck who it is. If your girl ain't trying to fuck John Cena, I kind of got issues. Like, bitch, are you a lesbian? I'd be like, all right, bitch, you get one celebrity. You got one. Before I, when we dated, I'd be like, you got one celebrity pass. Who the fuck it is? Any other celebrity you be, you can't fuck him. She's <laughs> you cannot. <laughs> So, like, that whole scene was funny again. We'll bring up the, the dumb couple again. That's how we, we're going to talk about them as the, the dumb couple. Because they do some dumb shit. So, like I said, second season, they're, they're trying to... The whole gang is trying to clean Peacemaker's name of the car being at the apartment, at the, you know, exploding, and the guy that they was chasing around doing the building chase. Mm-hmm. The game somehow thought it was a good idea. To put his fucking father's name on the fucking plate. And the fucking have the fingerprints come up as him. What the fuck? Like, so you didn't think my father would would be okay with going to jail for me? No. My daddy don't even like me. You think he's going to go to jail for me? Right. So they arrest his dad, which is hilarious of a scene. And when they arrest his dad, his dad gets to jail, walks in, talks to this black dude sitting there in the sunlight scene. His dad's like, hey, man, move. It's my spot. Black dude's like, no, fuck off. It's my spot. And next thing you know, all these white people just like getting up around the jail cell. And he's just like, fuck it, ain't worth getting killed for. And he sits down in the seat, all white people coming from him, start kneeling down. White dragon. White dragon. White dragon. Talking about hell, look like hell hydra and shit, but for DC, so it's white dragon. Hell, white dragon type of shit. All racist. I'm like, damn, bro. White supremacy. It makes you think, who the fuck is this motherfucker? He's white dragon, goddammit. He's, I mean, like, he's a racist supremacist leader. He does what he wants, says what he wants to white people. And, like, that explains a lot of uh, Peacemaker's backstory and why he is what he is. Yeah. In a way, he acts what he acts. But now, uh, but now in the second episode, we get, like, we, we get to see the fact that John, uh, that Peacemaker is trying to change. He's not trying to be the same anymore. He's trying to be an actual hero, not a... Just as racist killer that kill that kills for just because minorities break minority crimes like jaywalking, graffiti. Which he's still probably kill people for that, but he wants to, he wants to kill white people as he, well. He should, yeah. Like, that's literally what he said. He he wants to expand his killing to where it's not just white. And if he kills kids, he doesn't have a reason to kill kids. Well. Like he stated in the movie of Suicide Squad, I'll kill every man, woman, and child to obtain peace. In America. Fuck everyone else. Yep. America. Which is true for him. So, yeah. And then we also find out, after his father gets arrested and everything, which is some hilarious shit. There's a lot of references. We get a lot of references in the show. Yeah, like one of my favorite references we got. Was fucking Batmite. I bet you did. 
I mean, I told you about how who Batman was off channel to let you know he's fucking cool, isn't he? Yeah, he he's pretty fucking awesome, dude. For those of you that don't know, Batmite is a what's it? Like, it's, it's like a two, like literally, he's two, two foot tall, tip, two foot tall, and he's a fifth dimensional being from a from a whole other place. And it comes to DC power leveling, nobody really competes with other than like one other person. And fuck that little dude. That's also in his fucking. That's also fifth dimensional. Yeah, from his exact same universe. That's about it. And then he's fucking badass. I'm just giving you a quick little, uh, little quick little listeners little thing about Batmite. We'll probably I want to do an episode about him later. We'll talk about that some other day. But he Batmite is awesome as fuck. He can warp reality, change anything he wants. His size, his power. He can give power, take power, travel through time, dimensions. You name it, this man can do. He practically has Toon Force on his side. But from besides this him, we have references to Matter Eater Lad. Another character that can just eat anything and everything he wants. Yeah. No, that. But we also get. Uh, we don't. Not really much of a reference, but we also get introduced to a, a new character as well. We get introduced to Judo Master. And Judo Master is, is like a. What, what would you say? Like five foot, dude? Five foot, little Asian. He looked like he was about. Ray Mysterio's height. Uh, and Ray Mysterio was probably like five, three. And this motherfucker can fucking throw hands. Yes, like, so when we first see this little dude, he's just sipping there, sipping on a little juice boxer. You know, juice box <laughs> sipping. Not thinking much. But then when you see him go uh, go off against a uh, fucking Peacemaker. And Vigilante at the and, same and time. And Vigilante at the same time. This motherfucker like, literally makes these motherfuckers look like little bitches, bro. He whoops their ass. Whoops their ass and then gets ready for round two. So he's five inches, five feet, seven inches tall. Five seven? Five six. Five six? Okay, so he's not really that that. But compared to John Cena those height. And John Cena, I believe, is six two. I'm about to find out. But yes. John Cena's six one, he's my height. Yeah, yeah. I wanna fuck with this nigga. He'll be my ass. Swole. I mean, I'm kinda good too though. I mean, I could no, I can throw down. No, but he this is, dude is a judo master. You think you can? Yeah, no, I can't fuck with the judo master. Like, I mean, he'll come at me. I'll shoot him in the chest. Blow. That look like that Bugs Bunny meme. Just chilling. <laughs> he can't <fuck> away. <laughs> he doesn't even flip. Oh, okay. Oh, that's cool. Blow. So, but yeah, he's badass. He comes in right after. Uh, there's a there's a scene where Vigil Peacemaker is supposed to shoot down. This family of butterflies that we're called the that the, their code names are the but, bears, bears team bears. Yeah, because you know two a mother and father two kids. Which hint to the Mandela effect, which they literally argue about. Yeah, it's like a good is minute. The, is like no, it's the Bearsteins bears. Bearstein bears. Yeah, like oh, man. oh, like which does it really fucking matter? Right, it, <laughs> it really fucking doesn't. It does because the fucking because she because. They're so petty. They all say it, even the black, hot blonde during the event. She the, even called back over the mic. It's bear. It's she says the bear stain bearers are in the building. Like, bitch, who told you to get in on this? And then our man Wallace's fucking daughter like literally fucking sends an email to all of them showing up that it's bear stains. Like, what the fuck? Out of bio, out of bio, dot bio, dot bio. Either way, like, either way, they don't agree to it, which is hilarious Easter egg to me, I believe. Oh, most definitely. And then. 
No, that that. Show, after Peacemaker is apparently freezing up here in this whole shooting he can't of, kill people. of the bears. He doesn't want to kill children anymore. That's because he has a deep thing we'll get into later. He's going, you know, so it's hilarious. Vince Lancey just shows up saying, shh, 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 I got this. He says, blow, blow, blow. And as he would take, take the last daddy out. He gets kicked right in the face. And then here comes Judo Master. Literally, it whoops both of the and takes them both to... Well, the the he takes the, he takes them he, judo master and the dad takes them both to the leg, but the dad comes out with a shotgun, which he looks badass with the shotgun. I'm talking about take him inside. Come yeah. on, it was all very cool scene. I wasn't really expecting that to go down like that. Like I was expecting, I thought it would be more or less a clean mission, right? But no, we had to now they had to go inside. Not only that, but uh, we we find out that Amanda Waller. Daughter can't fucking can't fucking shoot somebody, which is weird. I don't know if that's true or not. She's never killed anybody. Um, she said, "Listen, I don't believe her. I believe one of her amazing skills that she got from her mother is lying. Is lying. I don't believe she can't shoot nobody. I just think she's playing a role of a naive person really well. I I believe so too because she, I, because in the first episode you do get her where she's talking to her mother before she meets up with everyone saying that." This is my last, last one that I'm out. Right, like she's been doing this before, so, so. there's no way she has, she hasn't killed somebody else. And then so he takes him in the house. We get an awesome torture scene, but before the torture scene happens, we get a great talk between Peacemaker and Judo Master. Peacemaker just sitting there, wakes up, to my, oh yeah, fuck you. When I get out of this chair, I'm gonna beat your ass. I'm gonna stuff you in my pocket. There's like all these short jokes to him, and, and Judo Master sitting there like, oh. Big man, eat a little bag of eat, eat a bag of like hot Cheetos. <laughs> He's like, oh, big man, remember that time I kicked your ass? <laughs> <laughs> it shuts up, Peacemaker immediately. Now he just shuts the fuck up. Now he just sit there talking about, uh, can I have some chips? Okay, I'll, I'll give you some chips. So I'm flicking him at a plow, plow like. Like he's hitting them like, with a uh, like, slingshot. Like of flicking them at him like they're like fucking spears trying to fucking. And he stab gets him. up and does a judo flip kick. A Cheeto into his face. Dude, most disrespectful shit you can do to a Peace motherfucker. Peacemaker said something like, ah, ah, what are these made out of? They, they, they hurt. Which would have been very painful. I could just imagine you kicking them with some Cheetos. All right, Ward. I'm, like, you told you talked to me about this off pod, off the podcast earlier. You said you wanted 30 seconds, so I'm going to give you your 30 seconds. I don't need 30 seconds of shit. Keep what? going. No. So, as we were saying... Um, he got captured. And then we get this awesome torture scene. Oh, boy's getting his nuts fucking oh, electrocuted. That, yeah, getting electrocuted by the dad because he's back and he told Judo Master to go off and do his own and go and tell on him to other people. Well, he's getting uh, getting his balls electrocuted and all that shit. He really like Peacebreaker says like I don't care, I don't care. I don't care. Uh, yeah, he did, as he gets torture, he doesn't give a fuck about it. And then they move past that. He, he gets out, starts beating the dude's ass, and as he kills him, we see an actual alien-looking weird motherfucking butterfly fly out of him. Yep. Episode ends. That's the episode end of the first three episodes. Fucking hilarious. We just got the latest. 
But I don't know. Well, what, now do you, that, what? What? We all you all forget that where he, he tried to cut off his pinky toe. Oh, the whole pinky toe, the way you can't walk without a pinky toe. <laughs> yeah, he argues about that so much. That's because he watched too much Moody Point. If you don't know, Moody Point's an old, sick, old TV show on the Amanda show. Back on Nickelodeon, back in the day when we was kids. Moody Point was fucking hilarious. Yeah, apparently you can't walk without your, your pinky toe. Yep. But you, you really can't. We find exactly. out later. Yeah, you can. In a later episode, the fourth episode, which is fucking hilarious as well. They're all great. Yeah, they're all great. Cool. Uh, Vigilante actually she makes his, he makes himself worthy of being in the team in, in, in this late, latest episode because in the first... This show literally just started off with a three part ep- three with a three piece episode coming out all at once last week, and then we get episode four this week, and it was fucking amazing, right? Uh, I do recommend it. you can go watch it. So that was the first three. I don't want to really get into the fourth one. We could, we should, but we're not going to because we want you guys to go out there and check this shit out. Yep. Go out there and watch it for yourself. Because I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you right now. This show. Is the shit. Like I gotta tell you. This is opening intro guys. You gotta watch it. Even if you don't want to watch the show. Go to YouTube right now. Right now. Type in Peacemaker opening and watch this. I promise you it will make you want to watch the show. Yep. It's the best thing ever. Yeah, it really is, guys. Now, I believe that's it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed our little review on the Peacemaker episode. And we will be bringing you more episodes in the near future. But we'll try to not only talk about do reviews on TV shows, but it is interesting when DC and now and also Marvel come out with TV shows and movies. And we do love talking about them because not only that, we are fans just like you guys. And we will also be doing anime. So, what do you think? What do you think the next episode should be? I don't know. Let's keep it up with the air. We got Marvel next, so you'll find out next week. Hopefully, if you check out our Twitter, you may find out some information, some hints in there. Yep. Uh, let, you know. let the people know where they can find you at. You can find me at Blackman. At the black the black man on Twitter. And you can find me at Lord Mayhem at Twitter as well. And also you can find me at the uh Board of Anime and More Podcast on Instagram. Alright guys, that's all for today. Enjoy and having a good day. <laughs>